0: It's also the best way to get access to our masterclasses and workshops before anyone else. And there's also exclusive and limited uh, special options just for subscribers. And you can subscribe by going to consultclarity.org forward slash subscribe. Now my gift to you is to work incredibly hard to provide the best leadership content I can to invest in you and your leadership. So if you're finding our content helpful, if you find this podcast, helpful, then your gift to me uh, could be this. If If you do find it helpful, then write a review or rate our content and make sure you subscribe or follow. I can't emphasize enough how helpful that is. It really does help us to get the word out there so we can invest in more leaders to become everything they're meant to be. It also means a lot to me personally when people like you and people in our community share our content on social media. So if you do that, then please do look for me, Jono White, to tag me and look to tag Clarity uh, on whatever platform you're on. Today's guest is Jordi Manier, and uh, Jordi, uh, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, thank you very much, John. Thank you very much. My pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful. I'm looking forward to our chat. So, first of all, can you tell everyone a little bit about uh, what you what you do at the moment, and also I, I know it's a little bit of a, uh, a transitional time in terms of uh, finishing up and moving. Uh, moving around. But yeah, tell us a little bit about the organization you've been leading for the past nine years and, and, and a bit about what's coming next.
1: Excellent. So in the last la- uh, nine years, I've been leading one of the companies of a French multinational that's called Aramon. Um, I've been leading this for uh, the EMEA uh, market. And we've been uh, quite, quite successful, quite successful, I need to say, no? Now what uh, we are doing is to realign the strategy of this company, plus a different company from uh, from the, the network and uh, focusing on um, sustainability market, especially in the energies solar market.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Um, so I always love hearing people's stories. For you, as you think back to childhood, are there any moments from growing up that that really shaped you to become the leader you are today?
1: I would say that uh, when, when I've done some uh, some executive coaching, they've all, always told me about my sense of responsibility. And when I deep dive on my childhood regarding the sense of responsibility, first of all, I'm the, I'm the older brother of three brothers. And um, you know, uh, at a certain point of time, I realized that I needed to uh, support at home and uh, therefore I did my best to uh, become a very good uh, student since the beginning. Um, I also had the chance uh, to go to a school that was quite demanding and uh, therefore I think this, this really marked my childhood. No? and uh, In some way, the, the leitmotif was um, do whatever you want but uh, bring your maximum potential on the table and uh, this feeling Mm. of uh, doing your best for you for supporting at home for uh, enabling a a better future for the ones that surround you i think this this came with uh with my soul and i'm trying to bring this in the organizations that uh, that i'm leading try to bring the best out of the whole colleagues out of myself try to be uh, a role model there and and to support uh, the company, but uh, mainly the people, to to develop and to achieve their best uh, their best uh, image of themselves. So let's say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, if you, I guess, as you uh, as as you grow older, do you remember the first time you really had a chance to lead? I know leadership is influence, so it's it's a lot of things. But do you remember your first? opportunity where you thought wow I, I here's a chance to lead a project or to manage people and what was that like for you
1: i think that um beyond the typical uh, situations we all have in uh, in school or universities i think the first time i really realized that i i had a kind of intuitive feeling because at that moment i didn't really know how to do it in the in the right way but at least I had a, a, an intuitive, natural feeling to lead. Was in my in my first uh, company. It was a relatively uh, small and new company, just maybe one year old. But we were already like uh, 40 people, and uh, and there I was, yeah, around 25 years old, and I started leading some uh, some uh, small organizations, so small teams, with very little coaching from the managing director. Because remember, we were like a type of a startup. And then, uh, uh, really, I had I had to lead by by learning, by mistaking. And uh, but at the same time, I, I felt like I had some kind of respect from the people that uh, that uh, I was leading. They were at the beginning a bit surprised from the from my my age, no, on one time. But then, uh, really, I was I don't know why and how at that moment. But I was uh, I was putting the right feet on the ground, to support the colleagues, uh, to develop, to... Uh, uh, in some way, I felt like, okay, I'm young, but still I'm respected, no? So this might be leadership, this might be some leadership, no?
0: Mm.
1: Um, but it was kind of first experience. Uh, it was very naive, no, in my understanding how a business works and how people yep. motivation work, but it was totally intuitive. It was really nothing planned, nothing thought. And I was not even aware. No, I was step by step developing these leadership uh, competencies and skills.
0: What What did you learn? Were there, were there any lessons that stand out in your memory that you really learned from that first time where you were you were young and, and you're leading? Um, anything that, that really stood out as a lesson you learned?
1: Yeah, I would say there were two key lessons, no, or three key lessons. Let me let me go three key lessons. The first one was on uh, the managing director. The managing director was a kind of uh, mentor to me. It uh, was relatively young, like 35, 36 years old at that moment, but very senior. It looked to me like very senior. And uh, this person was uh, was leading by letting us a big autonomy, really a big autonomy, big trust, big autonomy. I was managing uh, on my side, for example, just. One year after joining, I was already managing a small manufacturing plant for the automotive uh, sector. I was 26 years old and I was already leading like 50 people and I was doing in a very autonomous way. You no, know? So uh, imagine, you no, know, you are leading several million euros, a complex operation for a very demanding uh, sector. And uh, the person was trusting me, they, he was not even overseeing the operation, it was in too much busy in other areas. So I was there, I was the one uh, leading the uh, the whole organization and, and really this helped me gain a lot of confidence. No? And so the first leadership lesson I got there was when you are declared uh, from your uh, superior, no? from your uh, own manager or leader, significant mm-hmm. trust on your capacity, you are really giving the best. So that that would be a first, a first one. No? Yeah. Second one is mm. also in. Maybe should I go in a couple of more? John, uh, as you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, please do. That's uh, that's great. These are wonderful.
1: Okay. Excellent. So, um, second one was um, in in that in that uh, team I, in that organization I was leading. There was uh, an engineer as well working uh, with me and uh, reporting to me, and um, in some way. I, one of my competences is, is uh, to be able to anticipate a bit the future, no? I, this capacity of looking a bit ahead. And then in my, in my mind I had like a kind of plan, no? maybe a couple, uh, like a two years plan, but it was on my mind. No? And everything was like step one, step two, step three, I don't know, ten steps uh, that was delivering a certain success. No? But I was I was losing the person. I was really losing the motivation of the person, the visibility. The person didn't really understand what what where we were heading. No? And then I received a kind of uh, mentorship advice that you can lead towards an end that might be in your mind. You and you can even visualize and uh, describe this end for the colleagues. But sometimes you need a kind of waypoints, no? intermediate points that uh, colleagues can anchor to in order to understand where are we going? First of all, the steps that we are, we are doing, but also uh, to get these kind of uh, waypoints that re-energize the team. No? It's like you have reached this waypoint that maybe it's 10% of the road, and uh, this 10% of the road uh, deserves success, so you you, you you really celebrate the success, you re-energize, you re-gather your oxygen, and then you go for the next 10%. You know? So don't expect, you know, my learning was don't don't wait for reaching the 100% to celebrate, to go, but describe these intermediate points, celebrate them, and uh, this will, uh, will re-energize the, the whole team. You know? hmm. I think this, this was also very, very interesting. And, um, and let me share a third one also in this uh, yeah. first period yep. of my
0: professional life. Please. Which is very
1: personal. I have not shared this too much with, uh, with, with really with with uh, almost anybody. But at that moment, I was, you know, when when you are a capable leader and uh, you are doing a good job and uh, you show your competence. Uh, work, the work and the assignments, and uh, even more complex assignments, really flies to you, no? you. You become like a magnet for getting more work. And uh, when you combine this with a lot of responsibility and uh, this willingness of having an impact and so on, and the juniority that I had at that moment, it, it can become like a, a non stopping flow. So i was getting more and more work more and more and more working 12 14 16 18 hours a day every day every day every day and uh, and this and this really burned me out because i i could not really perceive this as a kind of uh, hey Jordan you need to take care of yourself you need to learn to say no you need to select you need to delegate more this yeah. this combination of sense of responsibility over work doing a good work etc can be a very negative spiral, and and then I got burned out uh, at the point that I was saying, uh, I'm leaving, I'm leaving because I cannot, no? And then, okay, we reorient the topic and uh, and, and, and really it was very successful and I re-energized myself into the right direction no? but I would say yeah. that th- this is an important advice for young executives wanting to do an impact that they need to have this balance no? and uh, self-awareness on, on the level of stamina you have and how much energy Mm. you can put uh, or
0: renew the energy yeah that's wonderful advice if I'm interested to know for you when you were going through that what what would have been most helpful for your leaders or anyone around you is there anything that when you were going through that sort of burnout that you think back and and you think if if I'd heard that or if I'd been led in that way or if I'd known that myself what would have helped you to potentially not burn out when you were going through that?
1: Um, I think that uh, that uh, first of all, in in a st- when you are in a startup mode, it's very difficult, very difficult for uh, for the leader to detect this type of situation, no. And in fact, it's a bit. It, sometimes it it can look even a bit uh, counter beneficial for the company, no? uh, You are really in a very fragile situation as a company and then you, you need all the hours, all the effort that everybody can bring. So but I think that the the good leader needs to be a bit above this and needs to have a direct view but also indirect uh, channel view to, uh, to get uh, understanding of how many hours every every person is putting, how many effort uh, any specific behaviors that you see that, that maybe the people are more tension or they are a bit a bit more in, under stress. You no, know, there are signals that that uh, shows this. You know. For sure, I think the people management uh, uh, role is very important to be able to detect this. But uh, but but I think it's 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 um, it's something that uh, leaders uh, they need not only to focus on the outcome you know, at the end of the day they need to to have this one-to-one conversation. How do you feel? Do you feel okay? I see you a bit tired. Uh, Why? Take a rest. Um, Revise the scope of responsibility of everybody as well, because probably depending on how you you design the the responsibility of somebody, this will lead to overwork and uh, a bit of overwork there is no issue, no, but constant overwork for a period of time, it creates negative stress, no, distress. Yeah. And, uh, and really this should be, this should be avoided because you are burning the person and then you will lose a very valuable employee, a very valuable leader for your organization. So, um, I, I would say this, no, that there are several yeah. elements that can be done even in a startup in, even if you are in a startup mode, when you are in multinational mode, that you have a much resources, I think it's much easier to 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 have the resources and infrastructure to detect and prevent these situations. I would say. No?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So as you as you kept growing in your career, are there any moments that you know were aha moments? Any any turning point moments where you learnt you learnt things that have that were very very important for you as a leader that became. Things that that you've never forgotten yet, since then in your career are, are there any moments like that that stand out, Shorty?
1: Yes, yes, uh, sure. I I will point out a couple of uh, aha moments. No, I would say the first one was when when I decided to switch from this company. That uh, yeah, that moment where we started forty when I le- when I left. Uh, we were already 400, and, um, and, uh, and now it's a 10,000 uh, people company, so it really, we did something good and I did several roles there as an organization, but when, um, when I revised a bit my career, it was like 29 years old, I had already done a lot of roles inside that company, and I said, okay, what, what, what I'm missing, no, to keep learning? And then I realized that I needed to incorporate this, this um, multinational, ideally corporation type of knowledge, no, uh, much more developed, much more um, professional, much more, um, let's say, rich in terms of learnings from a different perspective, no, and and for me this was an aha moment to say, okay, I, I really need to, to. Uh, complement myself with this uh, with this uh, perspective the, the corporate type of uh, perspective you no know? at that moment i had the opportunity to join hp hewlett parker mm-hmm. and it was hyper interesting uh, times because there were like three months after i joined there was the merge with Compaq, so you can imagine the whole dimension of the topic and there i had i had very very good uh, very good um, experiences both in supply chain first and then in sales uh, strategy sales operations afterwards no? and and I would say the second aha moment yeah uh in uh, in that yep. company and is is a maybe a, a double co- aha type of no is it was because I was working in supply chain the first four years in uh in HP very important supply chains per parts you know supporting businesses of billions there and doing a very big transformation but there was an aha moment which, hey, this is not the core of HP and uh, the advice here and the learning was you need to be closer to the core of the company if you want really to have an impact to the company you know? and then I really moved towards sales strategy, you know, about uh, IT. IT, IT was IT strategy, you know, information technology strategy and this was really an, aha, an a kind of aha moment. And, um, and then I had the chance to be the right hand, like the chief of staff and business planning and a control manager from a, a super top executive uh, there that was having a, a quota of 9 billion uh, and was managing the whole strategy for the wholesales of HP in, uh, in IT, uh, IT services in EMEA. And then this was for me another big aha moment, which is, wow, this is, this is what is to be a real executive. No? How to influence an organization, <laughs> how to lead mm-hmm. directly and influence the organization, stakeholder management, hyper complex topics, uh, very complex go-to markets, and, uh, and how to lead leaders, no? really, because the, the person was a top-top person at a very high uh, position. Then afterwards, he has been a, a president of HP in several areas. And a really, really was my mentor. I'm still in contact. And he's a super, super top uh, person, super top, hyper assertive, and a highly mm. motivational person. Really, I learn a lot. And, and and I'm trying to mirror the person in many aspects while bringing my own uh, capabilities, you know? uh, especially in the in the last uh, 10 years. So, so that yeah. was really an aha moment, and I say. Oh, I have a good reference model.
0: Yeah. yeah. Are there any stories that come to mind from working with, uh, with this leader that you just talked about? Working with him, uh, where for some reason it's really stuck with you about how he dealt with the situation or how he, uh, how he encouraged people through something, how he dealt with a mistake. Anything that comes to mind? Yeah. Yeah. I.
1: I... There were uh, well, there were a lot, no, but uh, maybe I would, I would comment maybe a couple. A um, first one was, um, you know, I, I really, as a red hand, I was, I was, uh, I was sent by him, as a kind of preparing the the ground, no, with other executives reporting into him, and how to organize the whole thing and this trust that he was giving me, to really prepare the ground and. Uh, and by knowing him also to coach executives that maybe they were in uh i don't know vice president level type of uh coaching the, these persons to be able to to explain the right things in the right way to this uh, leader for me it was like i'm, I'm, I'm acting as a bridge no and uh, i'm really assertive i was really developing myself in a in the right way and then i was being able to participate in the whole meetings and uh, I could uh, do a kind of self-fillback loop uh, on my side, whether I had been doing it correctly or not. No? And um, maybe another, another situation in which I, I learned is how he was influencing. Now, at that moment, I will not explain the country, but the, the president of HP in one of the countries was asking advice for, uh, to, the, to this uh, person. On on whether to to choose uh, one person or the other for uh, as his successor for the country, no, so big roles. And uh, my mentor was advising on uh, on who to take and why and so on. And and uh, these conversations were very very interesting. No, on how to, what is expected from a top executive, no, in yeah, in in uh, in the company. So I was really a kind of insider uh, view and uh, I, I, re- I really learned, I think I moved to the next level uh, during that, that period, really.
0: That's amazing, thank you. Thank you for sharing those stories. Uh, is there, wh- what did you learn about what to look for when hiring or, or looking for people to step into really high level, uh, you know, a lot of a, a big burden of responsibility what, what did you learn and what have you learned since about what to look for when hiring people into those sort of roles around you?
1: So um, first of all, let me say that uh, in the past I committed a lot of mistakes. It's very, very difficult to really hire for the best. No? And um, I would say before going to the question is really the frame and how thorough you are in the whole process is essential. So uh, hiring, for me, hiring and onboarding, especially hiring, is one of the top, top, top roles of the of the of the top executives. Is, is, this is essential. A bad hiring can do so much damage in the organization, while a good hiring can be so much good to the organization. So, I would encourage everybody to invest the right time to uh, to do the right hiring. And then, from uh, what I'm looking. I would say that um, first, of, first of all, I'm, I'm looking for a, for a person I, I can work with, for a person that that uh, has integrity and uh, has, um, let's say, a common sense approach to the topics that do not follow on uh, radicalities, but at the same time has the, the passion and the perseverance to change things, to evolve things, to improve things. So, balance is important on one side. A track record of uh, of achievements, and it can be very different type of achievements, can be resource driven achievement, can be people growing achievement. I think this is also um, also, uh, very important. Particularly, I, Mm. I I would prefer, or I, I like, no, also to um, to have the right combination between the person that's showing potential but uh, a rational patience, let's say. Because mm. in the past, one of the errors I, I, I had was like, hiring somebody that looked super potential, but at the end of the day, he um, has a kind of a, a, an egoist DNA, no? And I think that sometimes you need to, to, to look for people that are a bit more humble, that like put the organization in front first versus their own interests. No? And so we need to look for people that really federates, or at least this is my, one of my priorities, federates the team no? that brings the positive yeah. energy and mm-hmm. makes it easier to work no? for the organization.
0: Yeah, that's great. Uh, for sure. sure, it depends
1: a bit on the yeah, business culture. Uh, it depends on the business culture of the companies, but at least I believe that in the future, and uh, at least in the companies I had the pleasure to work for, this is what, what, uh, what is more important.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Uh, well, I want to jump into Leadership Express and ask you a few questions. Uh, so let's jump into that. First question What's a book that you've gifted to other people?
1: okay um only about leadership or about any other topic
0: yeah any any topic
1: um okay let, let me share two books at least one will be without uh, without uh, leadership uh not topic on leadership but i would strongly recommend uh, the book a book that is called contagious um, this is a book that explains uh, why some things become viral and and, uh, it's a book about um, the reasons that that are underlying these movements of virality across the organization Uh, or across uh, inter-organizations, across the, 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 the society and so on and what's behind the book? No, of, at the end of the of the book, you will get uh, a number of reasons of why some things get viral and some things doesn't get viral. But what is behind the book? What is implicit in the book? At the end of the day, is is like um, is how the human being behaves. No, is more a kind of psychological book. So I think you can get it like if you read it two, three, four times, like I've done. Uh, you can get like two, three, four layers of knowledge behind that book, and uh, I think it's a very, very uh, enriching book. No, and uh, I've I've given it as a present a couple of times. Right?
0: Yeah, that's a um, that's a great recommendation. Sorry, keep going.
1: And um, yes, and the second one, by the way, is is from a uh, from a professor uh, from a, from Stanford. If I remember well, a marketing professor, and it's. It's really a great book, great book. A second book that I've I had the pleasure to read a couple of times and, uh, and to give as a present is What You Do Is uh, Who You Are from Ben Hollowitz that basically uh, it's a book about stories about how some uh, very special people, very special leaders created a kind of uh, business culture in, uh, in, the, in the organizations that they led, no, and you can find organizations like uh, slaves, no, in some cases, to organizations like in uh, gangs of uh, of jails, to organizations, uh, more typical organizations that that we may know, no? and uh, and for me the, the 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 most revealing topic is that uh, for sure culture will be created if if you do it unconsciously, you will create a culture. If you do it consciously, you will create another culture. But what what uh, culture is not something that is written in a paper and put on the on a on, on a place where everybody can read. No, the culture is what you do is how you as a role model and the rest of your leadership teams as mm. role model uh, bring to the organization. And, and, and this is about actions. It's not about what you say. It's about actions. Yeah. And the most interesting topic is that you can design culture and, uh, and uh, every organization has different cultures. Some of them are by accident, but some <laughs> other very successful organizations they have very consciously designed the culture to happen in that way. You know? Yeah. So I think this is something, this is a very interesting book about uh, how to lead and how to create and influence the, the culture of your organization.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're great recommendations. Thank you for those. Uh, let's, uh, let me ask you another question. Are there any movies or TV shows that have really impacted you as a leader?
1: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like really two, two different, uh, TV shows. Um, which, which I found very interesting. One is the one from uh, Mark Lemonis. Uh, maybe you, you know uh, the person. The person has a, has a, was successful in, uh, in developing one business for himself and then he, he brings uh, some kind of investment to, uh, to high theoretically high potential uh, uh, type of business, more oriented to franchise, but some high potential business and then he not only put the money, but he he uh, is also coaching, taking ownership for one or two weeks or whatever from the, the business and really doing the change. No? And how he he very straightforward does the change, influence and so on. Mm, I think yeah. this is like a high impact leadership, no? a really high impact leadership. And, and then there was another one, which is, I don't remember the name, but... Apparently there is there is a one guy that had been a very successful entrepreneur has created a kind of billion uh, euro company type of but the guy says okay I will start from scratch, you know, and then he takes a, a plane that leaves him in some place in, a, in a, I don't know in the, in the north of uh, US in one state there that he doesn't know everybody anybody he doesn't know the city he doesn't know anything he is forbidden to get any contacts to leverage money, he just is given like $100, a small uh, truck. And from there he needs to build a, a kind of a, a $3 million valued business in less than, if I remember, one month or three months, I don't, I don't remember. And, and the guy, he does it, or he almost does it, No, and sorry for the spoiler. So how he moves from zero, re- literally from zero to something. No? and. Yeah. this is about connecting the dots entrepreneurial spirit and so on and that's um, amazing you can imagine no, that're willing it's, it's it's like magic know it's the willing of uh, the willingness the capacity the connecting the dots the guy is a superstar in connecting with people and making things and he's not uh, he's not afraid of starting from scratch you know it's like repeating the same pattern step by step step by step step by step and amazing. overcoming challenges no? Yeah. It's amazing. It's an amazing prompt. Super, super nice.
0: Yeah, super that's smart. a wonderful. They're, they're, they're great great ideas. Uh, last question. If you could only give one piece of leadership advice to a young leader, what would you say? Um,
1: that's a very... That's a, let me think one second, no, because this is a very, a very important topic and also I feel that a lot of responsibility you know?
0: mm, that's um, right, take, take your time
1: I would say I would say uh, use your common sense listen more than talk ask questions and uh, take the decision with, uh, with the mind apply it with your heart and uh, and and be a good person, be a good person, and uh, and help others grow. If you help others grow, you will grow. And it's probably the most the most fulfilling uh, uh, let's mm-hmm. say feeling that you can have. No, see others grow, and you yeah. grow with them. And this will bring you yeah. to the next to the next uh, position. This will this will help you in your career at the end results that's for granted this is for granted
0: <laughs> wonderful advice um, so for those who've really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit on this podcast is there anywhere online or LinkedIn or Twitter that that you're active and people can follow you or, or find you on there Jordi? yeah
1: yeah they can find me on uh, LinkedIn uh, in the past I used to have a blog but uh, but I, I discontinued it some years ago. But I was written on uh, on uh, on growth, on business growth, uh, mainly a bit on leadership, a bit on efficiency. And uh, yeah, I think they they can contact or see me on on LinkedIn. And if they need anything or they, they want to send me an email, feel free. I uh, no, no no issue. Uh, I would be happy to answer.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Well, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. This has been. Uh, I've just enjoyed it so much getting to hear some of Jordi's story and uh, wonderful anecdotes and some great leadership lessons. It's, it's, been, it's been a real joy. Don't forget for our listeners, I also have the John O'White Leadership Podcast and the Leadership Question of the Day Podcast, uh, which you can check out if you want to invest in your leadership. But I want to finish today by saying a massive thank you to Jordi for coming on and being so generous with your time and uh yeah thank you for sharing some of your story and and it's it's been such a joy to have you on
1: it has been uh, my pleasure jonathan thank you very much and uh, i wish uh, monday in australia is as good as a uh, sunday in barcelona today so um thank you very much jonathan keep in touch
0: or clarity and tag us in your post. Our team is always looking for posts to engage with from our community. And there's also a chance that we'll share your content uh, to go beyond and share it with our followers. Last of all, you can check out my book. It's called Step Up or Step Out, How to Deal with Difficult People Even If You Hate Conflict.